Hello today, my dears. Lesson 126. All that I give is given to myself. This is one of those that's starred and underlined in yellow in my book. My book is so old, it's taped together with electrical tape, so it won't fall apart. I have other books, but I like my first one best. So this is this central idea that keeps being presented to us over and over. So it begins. Today's idea, which is totally alien to the ego and the thinking of the world, is crucial to the thought reversal that this course is trying to bring to us. If you believe this statement, there would be no problem in complete forgiveness, certainty of goal, and sure direction. You would understand the means by which salvation, which is coming back home, coming awake, comes to you, and you would not hesitate to use it now. So now let's look at what you do believe in place of this idea. It seems to you that other people are apart from you and able to behave in whatever way they want to, and it has no bearing on you or your thoughts, nor do your thoughts have any bearing on theirs. So your attitudes have no effect on them, and their appeals for help don't in any way relate to you or yours. You further think that they can sin. They can be awful, whatever that means to you. It doesn't have anything to do with your perception of you. You can judge their sin and yet remain apart from any condemnation and remain at peace. When we forgive, now that's in quotes, a sin, that's pardoning, that has nothing to do with anything, you believe there's no gain to you directly. You just give charity to one unworthy, just to point out that you're better on a higher plane than he whom you forgive. He's not earned your charitable tolerance, which you bestow on one unworthy of the gift because his sins have lowered him beneath a true equality with you. He doesn't have any claim on your forgiveness. It's just a gift that you hold out to him, but hardly to yourself. This has nothing to do with you. Thus is forgiveness basically unsound. A charitable whim, perhaps. Benevolent, yet undeserved. Remember, they're the wrong ones a gift bestowed at times and at other times withheld. Unmerited, withholding it is just. Nor is it fair that you should suffer when it's withheld. We don't even put those dots together. The sin that you forgive is not yours. Someone else, someone apart from you committed it. And if you're gracious to him by giving what he does not deserve, letting him off the hook, the gift is no more yours than was his sin. Nothing about what you do or nothing about what he did has anything to do with you at all. Oh dear, if this were true, forgiveness would have no grounds on which to rest dependably ensure. It would be an eccentricity in which you sometimes choose to give indulgently an undeserved reprieve. And it absolutely remains your right not to let the sinner escape justified repayment for his sin. Do you think the Lord of heaven would allow the world's salvation to depend on this? 
Would not his care be small indeed if this salvation of this coming back home rested on a whim? Well, sometimes you'll be forgiven and sometimes not. You do not understand forgiveness. You just see it as a check upon overt attack. Has nothing to do with correction in your mind. It is not a means for your release from what you see in someone other than yourself. You see it as having no power to restore your unity with him to your awareness. You don't even want to have that unity. It's not what God intended it to be. Not having given him, creator, the gift that he asks of you, you can't recognize his gifts and you think you don't have them. You think he hasn't given them to you. Yet, would he ask you for a gift unless it was for you? Could he be satisfied with empty gestures and evaluate these gifts as worthy of you, of creation, of his son? Salvation is a better gift than this. And true forgiveness, as the means by which it's attained, must heal the mind that gives, for giving is receiving. Remember, over and over and over again, it tries to make this point. And here is so crucial for us to hear. What remains as unreceived by us, of course, has not been given. In other words, if you don't feel loved, you have not loved. If you don't feel safe, you have not offered safety. In other words, anything you're not experiencing, if you haven't offered peace, if you don't experience peace, you have not offered that passionately to others like I really want them to experience peace. So remember, anything that we don't feel we have as our experience, we have not given. Because what has been given is always, always received. And not in some vague, unrecognizable form where we think, well, maybe I received that, but I don't know. Who knows? So today we're going to try to understand the truth that giver and receiver are the same. Remember, the thoughts are in your mind, so you will experience them. And we need help to make this meaningful because it is so alien to the thoughts that we've all grown up with. But help is here. So give him, capital H, your faith today. Ask for help that he shares your practice because if you can only catch a tiny glimpse of the release that lies in this idea, this is a day of glory for you and for the world. So now it's going to ask us to practice twice a day for 15 minutes to try to grasp today's idea, this idea that what we think is what occurs to us. It's the thought by which forgiveness takes its proper place in the priority list. It needs to be first in the priority list. It is so crucial to our well-being. It's the thought that releases the mind from every bar to what forgiveness means and lets you realize its worth. It's the get out of prison. It's the get out of jail free card. So in silence, close your eyes upon this world that has no clue about what forgiveness means and seek sanctuary in that quiet place where, now listen to this, 
thoughts are changed and false beliefs laid by, reprogramming of your mind can take place about this absolutely crucial idea. So keep repeating today's idea and ask for help in understanding what it really means because it's so important. Be willing to be taught. Be glad to hear this voice of truth and healing speak and you'll understand these words he speaks and recognize they're your words. You actually already know this. So as often as you can, remind yourself you have this truly important goal today, an aim which makes this day very special to you and everyone. So don't let your mind forget this goal, but tell yourself, all that I give is given to myself. And the help I need to learn that this is true is with me now, and I will trust in this. Then just spend a moment opening your mind to his correction, to his love, and realize that what you believe you already have received, it's already in your mind somewhere waiting to be found. Have a really lovely practice today on this absolutely central, crucial idea. Goodbye for now.